Hey, what are y'all up to? Rangers, it is time for a new episode of the Hyperfix Nation podcast. On it, Zordon. It's Morphin Time. Triceratops. Spinosaurus. Parasaurolophus. Hey, all geeks, gamers, and everything in between. My name's Bailey. I'm McKenna. And I'm Caden, and welcome to the Hyperfix Nation podcast. Where we talk movies, video games, and TV. So join us, and let's get into it. Since I'm the host, I guess I can introduce y'all to this week's episode of the Hyperfix Nation podcast. The queen died today. That was so instant. The queen, the queen died. died. On the day we are recording this, which is a couple days before it comes out, the queen died. And I do want to say I called it. Everyone called it, but I called it on this podcast. So if you've been following along at home, I've been planning this for a while. No, <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 7 of the Hyperfix Nation podcast. First of all, I watched another M. Night Shyamalan movie. I watched The Visit. Oh. For those of you who don't know, it's a movie about like these kids who go visit their grandparents, but like their grandparents start acting weird. Um, it was <laughs> it was funny in moments where it probably shouldn't have been funny, yeah. and I actually I I liked it. I was watching it with my um, aunt, and we both just had a blast making fun of it afterwards. So that was a lot of fun. But the movie itself, it's okay. Yeah, I I, I only wish... know about it. Like, I only know about the intricacies of what is mentioned in the YMS review of that movie, which makes it look just abhorrent. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I know, I've seen the clips from the visit where the kid is, like, rapping, and it's probably the worst thing I've ever heard in a movie. Actually, I actually like that yeah, movie. There's, he ugh. did a good job. <laughs> after that, I watched The Weekend After Hours, which is just... Oh, yeah, the little short. Yeah, the little short film. Okay, okay. So I watched that the other week, right? I think I might have even mentioned on the last podcast. Uh-huh. I realized that's not the whole thing. Oh, really? If you watch the three-minute YouTube video, that's not the whole thing. It's not? It technically is on Letterboxd. The whole story takes place in his music videos as well. Oh. So we have to watch all the music videos. For those of you listening, the reason we uh, are researching and watching stuff from this album that came out like two years ago is because all of us are going to Universal Halloween Horror Nights, which has a house based on that album. Okay, yeah, but it's three minutes long, and I'm like, how are they supposed to make a haunted house with just this three minute long thing? Uh, There's not really anything that seems scary to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's more in the music videos. There's a whole story. That goes through all the videos, and you'll 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 see it. I'll make you watch all the videos. Oh, you'll you'll make me. I'm gonna force you. Okay then. Um, I also watched Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Heck yeah, the best the best one, the best. Yeah, one. it's it's really good. I forgot how good it was. Yeah, I I wanted. I want to debate that it's the best one because I love Davy Jones so much that I want to say that the second or th- eh, let's be real, just the second one is better, but. It's, yeah, the first one's peak. Anything else? Uh, the last thing I watched was, it actually came out today, like this Friday, September 8th. Um, oh no. It was the new Pinocchio movie. 
the live action remake. Oh, uh, you already watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Ooh, I was bored. I'm so sorry. Um, Fair enough. I could have watched it at work, but I, I didn't. did not want to. Yeah. Yeah, it's how it's how is another it? live action Disney movie oh, with oh, cringy no. CGI, and the story just isn't all there. And they try to pull at your heartstrings, even though I don't really care about the characters. Actually, no, that's a lie. I actually did care a little bit about Geppetto, just because he says some funny stuff. <laughs> okay. But I kid you not, guys. He he's, he turns to Pinocchio and says, says Pinocchio, <laughs> do you know the way? <laughs> I saw a clip where um, what is it? Foulfellow and Gideon, whatever one the the furry fox, the furry bait fox is, um, asks tells Pinocchio like, you could be a star, an influencer even, and you can like tell that it was like ah. See, that's a modern word, and we put it in this old movie. See what we did? That's a f- funny. Yeah, there are so many moments of that. I hate it. One moment, they're like, oh, I met a Pinewood. Your stage name could be Chris Pine. Why? Isn't Pinocchio supposed to be taking place in, like, the 17, 1800s? Yeah. Yeah. Why are they just randomly referencing Chris Pine? I just hope Pinocchio didn't do any Fortnite dances. I was actually kind of hoping that Pinocchio did a Fortnite dance. I don't think he did. <laughs> I mean, the best cinematic moment of this year was um, when Jim Carrey as Robotnik did a Fortnite dance. <laughs> Alright, anything you watched this week, Caden? I have a few. Alright. Um, I watched X. Yeah. Uh, one you have been recommending me for a long time, Bailey, Woo! which feels like um, it's A24 made uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but with no chainsaws, basically. Basically. Okay, Caden, literally every single movie you talk about, it's like, it's literally this, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, <laughs> I'm a big fan of TCM. It's like my favorite, right? Like, I love TCM. But, um, look, when a bunch of t- rowdy, rowdy teens get in a van and or a car and drive to a house in Texas in the 70s, yeah. I think of a certain other movie that did that exact same thing. I watched two movies that week that were just Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but worse. The other movie I watched that was that was House of a Thousand Corpses, which sucks, uh. in my opinion. I don't like it. What's funny is, though, uh, X and House of a Thousand Corpses feel like the Mario and Wario of each other. Okay. Which one's the Mario? Oh, X. X is the Mario. Okay. Okay. okay um, because X is a well-thought-out, really well-written, interesting horror movie with good cinematography, and House of a Thousand Corpses was basically filming what it felt like to be overstimulated at a party, <laughs> and... It was painful. It was genuinely painful. It gave me a headache. Um, I will say, I you definitely should not watch. If this one gave you a headache, I have heard the like the other ones you should not watch either. Yeah, three from hell and or devil's rejects. Because that's just all. That's just all. Rob Zombie is like the evil version of the guy who made Shaun of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> Edgar Wright. <laughs> yes, He's exactly. evil Edgar. <laughs> There are moments in House of a Thousand Corpses that are just a, like a solid minute of flashes of like weirdly colored grainy footage and it just doesn't make sense. Like I'm just like why? Why is this here? They just try to blind you. What's it what's it even about? Um it's about um these people, uh, Dwight from the office and Chris Hardwick, uh, going on a road trip across the country. Um, to learn about like roadside attractions, they stop at this place 
uh, at Captain Spaulding's Murder Emporium, and they look at it, it's like, wow, this is a cool museum, and then they go to, um, they get, like, stuck in their car, and then they go to this house, and there's a bunch of crazy people, and then it's just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They, like, kill them in weird Fair. ways. One of them gets turned into a fish boy. What? I don't want to spoil too much if you want to watch it. It's on HBO Max. I don't super recommend it, but if you like to be assaulted, uh, in your eyes and in your ears, I do recommend it at that point. Well, I've seen Morbius twice, so I know what that is. <laughs> I made you see Morbius twice. I think that's funny. Uh, the last thing I watched this week was Get Out by uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, my boy. Very good. Great movie. I think Nope is better. Nope felt tighter, right? Like, yeah. you could tell this was the first movie Jordan Peele wrote. and He was still, yeah. like, finding his bearing. I would I would watch Nope like over get out for me personally yeah nope is a more fun watch mm-hmm. this was one of the best horror like t- tense horrors i've ever seen right psychological yeah. yeah psychological because everything a white person said in that movie was like Ooh. like ev- the way they said every word in that movie made me uncomfortable and don't forget don't forget uh steph from uh, game theory is basically in it Hey, you read my letterbox review. <laughs> yeah, she looks exactly like Matt Pat's wife, and it's uncanny. Especially when she puts what? the ponytail back. It's like, wait, it's the girl from Game Theory. It's uncanny. Yeah, uh, it should have been Matt Pat. I would have given that movie a full five stars if it was Matt Pat uh, running around and killing people. But yeah, that movie was great. <laughs> All right, uh, the weekly ones that I watched. I watched, let's see, uh, I watched Jaws in theaters last week. Very nice. Yeah, it's, that was actually my first time even, like, I had, I knew what Jaws was about, but this was my first time watching it. You had never seen Jaws? No, I had not. Never? What? Okay. Your, your ass is the one who compared Nope to Jaws to me. You're like, hey, that's like Jaws, and I'm like, okay. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I thought I compared it to you. I heard it from Bailey. Possibly, I don't know. Well, I've actually seen Jaws. Give me a bit of credit, only because I was terrified. I was terrified of of sharks throughout my entire childhood. So anytime this movie came on screen, I would run into a different room. Really, I loved this movie when I was a kid. One of my favorites. I didn't watch it until January of this oh. year. <laughs> well, I I saw a person getting killed by a shark when I was like five years old, and it terrified like me. Like in real life? No, not in real life. Oh, in, a, God. in in like it was a. I think it was on a CSI show because oh, i was sure like why you saw that yeah. that just that no that would have been no. wild i would have been like never mind you're fair for not seeing jaws <laughs> uh i watched prince of egypt <gasps> that's a good one yeah because i've been watching uh, most of the dreamworks movies and that was my first time watching that not ever because i i had seen it back when i was a little kid and that one's really good yeah it is and then i have one uh the departed actually which was amazing it's made by uh martin scorsese uh, it has Leonardo DiCaprio, it's got Matt Damon, it's got lots of people, and it's just, it's basically an American version of Death Note, which I think is very funny. What do you mean by that? Because you said that, and I'm like, <laughs> does Jack, does Jack Nicholson come out with, like, an apple and go, like, hey, it's me, Jack Ryuk Nicholson. Like, I don't know what happens <laughs> in Death Note. I wish, I wish that would happen. It's basically, like, a strategy kind of, like, okay. thing. Where, like, if one of them makes a mistake, then the other one will find out immediately. Like a game of wits. 
And yeah, that's all I watched this week. It's me, Jack Nicholson, with the death. I've never watched Death Note. I don't. Know. <laughs> you should. You should all watch Death Note. It's pretty I've good. S- I've seen it. Death. These notes. Let's see. One new thing, actually, that I'd like to introduce that we actually got recommended by one of our viewers. Uh, it's a bit called the Weekly Recommendations where we uh, choose one piece of media, whether it's video games, books, movies, TV shows, any of that stuff, and we recommend it to our viewers by giving it a little bit of a a synopsis, I guess. My weekly recommendation is a movie, and it is Paddington 2. (laughs) (laughs) Which, for those who don't know, is a sequel to Paddington 1, obviously. Um, And it's one of the cutest movies I've ever possibly seen. It's about a little bear... He lives in London. He gets up. Uh, he gets caught up in a caper, like in a in a crime caper. He uh, goes to prison and shenanigans ensue. It's actually like really well made. Like it's very much Wes Anderson like for some reason, which I think is extremely funny. Like there's lots of different styles and tons of colors, and yeah. it's just a sweet whole movie, and it's just awesome. Oh yeah, I I like Padding, Paddington too. It's good. I've never actually seen Paddington too. Maybe tonight I'll watch uh, a bloody gory horror movie and then wash it down with Paddington. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's my weekly recommendation. Do y'all have yours? I have one. Unless you want to go first, McKenna. Nope, you you can go. Um, play Resident Evil Seven. It's really good, and it scared the shit out of me because. Every single level in Resident Evil 7 so far has been a fear, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And there was a f- oh, was a bug oh no. section. And if you know me, my biggest fear <laughs> is bugs. So I was sitting there playing this at nice. work, and I was just like, I hate this. I want this to be done. I don't want to see the bugs anymore. I'm done. I, I'm done. In Shocker, it's another Texas Chainsaw oh Massacre-esque. You need to uh, calm down the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> no, McKenna, you don't it understand. Is. It's literally inspired it by is. it. The director of the game said it's inspired by it, and there's a scene where there's a crazy family in front of you with a grandparent in a wheelchair that doesn't move or talk, and you're just forced to like sit there okay. and watch stuff happen. Okay. That's just Texas yeah, Chainsaw. Sure. They stole it. The One of the best horror movies. One of the best. For audio listeners, right, McKenna, he just held up a toy of, what is that, Leatherface, and and jump-scared us, like, twice with it. Oh, there it yeah. is. Okay, um, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I went on a deep dive into YouTube and just watched student short films, and some yeah. of them have, like, millions mm-hmm. of views, and some of them have, like, no views. I'll just watch whatever. Uh, I have three. I'm really hoping you watched Mike and Melissa like I recommended. You you recommended it to me like when I was already asleep. But I have three. Um, First one is The Maker uh, from Zelius Creative. Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting. Uh, The second one is Missing Halloween by Mike Inel or Inel. That one actually is really cute. um, But it's really sad. And I suggest you check it out. And I love the art style. So... The Maker okay. is about a, a doll, I guess, uh, that's trying to bring alive like this other doll um, through music, and it's just like the process of what happens. But he's on like a timer to get it done, and then like you see what happens at the end. A lot of these have like twists. Like a lot of short films have twists, so I can't. I don't want to yeah. spoil it. Um, and then Missing Halloween is like this little kid 
who, uh, this little kid who doesn't have any friends, but it's, it's on Halloween and he wants to hang out with somebody and he, and he sees this one girl, he's like, oh, I'll hang out with you. And, uh, but no one else, like, really gives her any candy or anything. Like, they're not, like, as nice to her. So it's, like, those two, um, little adventure. It's cute. Okay. Uh, and then the last one is One Small Step, which I think is very relevant to me right now in, like, college. It's pretty much just one girl who wants to be an astronaut, so she's trying to work hard uh, get into college to become an astronaut. But it's a nice story about keep going, I guess. Yeah. Okay. A lot Those of these student cool. films. Yes. Yeah, a lot of these student films are about keep going, positive energy. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Lord knows college students need it. Ugh, yeah, that's, that's probably true. why they make it. <laughs> Plus, it's always good to give uh, like the little guys a, 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 a shout oh. out if possible. I'm so sorry. Um, the one about the astronaut. It's called One oh. Small Step by Tayako, uh, by Tayako Studios, and it's on Kenneth oh. mm-hmm. Rio Dica, Kenneth Rio Dica's YouTube channel. But yeah, check cool. it out. Those are cool. All right. Um, so I believe those are all of our uh, media recommendations. Yeah. I wanted to talk about some movies that are coming yeah. out. <gasps> and on the day this episode of the podcast comes out, uh, Clerks Three comes out. Oh, really? I know, I know one that's coming out this weekend. It's called Barbarian. Yes, Barbarian. That's a that's a horror one, right? That's a horror one. Yeah, it has the guy who played Pennywise in it, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, I like oh that I'm guy. Sure, it has the writer for the first it as well, but I'm not hmm. exactly sure. And it's a fairly new director, but I've I've been hearing some good reviews. Interesting. Anyways, <laughs> um. On the 16th, which is the uh, next, the Friday after you all people out there are listening, um, there's a, a couple different movies releasing with wide releases. There's yeah. Pearl, which is the sequel, to, prequel. Se- or prequel, excuse me, uh, pre-sequel, no. as one of us would say, um, to uh, X. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> See How They Run, which is the mystery movie that appeared out of nowhere earlier this year. Then there's one called The Woman King. Which I heard people talking about and straight up thought they were talking about Black Panther 2. <laughs> there's there's a couple other movies, but all these are like really limited releases. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's this week in movies. Uh, is there any uh, film news film we want to get into? Uh, there's one that's kind of died down ever since. Like it, it was extremely big this week. It, yeah, and, it was. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll be dead by the time this episode comes out. If I know what you're talking it'll about, it'll be dead by the time this episode comes out. And it is. Don't worry, darling. Is oh, I'm so excited for this Hollywood disaster. I've never been able to watch a Hindenburg explode like I have with this movie. <laughs> it is, oh. it uh it premiered at uh the Venice Film Festival because that's going on right now. So that's cool. Um, to not at all any acclaim really. Uh, it's apparently it it got like a twenty twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe it was thirty nine. Maybe it was thirty nine. It was low. Uh, and apparent, and everyone knows that there's tons of cast drama between Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, who's the director, and uh, Florence Pugh. And then at the premiere, there was a video that resurfaced of Harry Styles <laughs> supposedly spitting on Chris Pine. No, no, he did. He did. We we don't know. I don't think he did. I mean, if you because 
It's 43, by the way. It's 43%. You can see it. And, like, Chris Pine's reaction is just priceless. Like, if you okay, look, but you like, can see I need to... Dude, poor Chris Pine. This <laughs> he dude, looks he's so... probably just signed on for the check. He just was like, this seems like a cool part. I'll just do it. It means I don't have to do another Wonder Woman movie for a bit. And then he's just... He was put in the most controversial, <laughs> drama-filled movie yeah. in Hollywood in the past yeah. decade. He looks so like, sad. Like, oh... I think I don't think he actually spit on him because like as soon because he had a Harry Styles is a musician obviously and he had a concert and not an actor and not, not an, an actor, actor and not he an had actor. a he had a concert like last night in which he like made a joke about it and I I feel like somebody who actually spit on somebody wouldn't make a joke like that well unless unless it was for fun you know like I don't I don't I don't think he did it in a rude way but I do believe that he did he did you know, do a little Possibly. on him. You can see it. I don't understand. You can literally see it. Okay, and I don't think it was like a loogie. I think it was just like a little bit of like saliva spit. <laughs> I think we need a sports commentator to like break it down and like draw yeah. on the screen and go, all right, you can see here uh, the spit comes down at about this angle. Um, Everyone, all audio listeners, please go over to YouTube and we'll break it down for you. Thank you. <laughs> Aside from that, we have a little, we have a little bit. Uh, we got a first look at uh, Glass Onion, which is the new Knives Out movie. Onion. The trailer came out? Teaser. Oh, I, I haven't watched it because I'm Teaser. wanting to stay spoiler-free, but it looks... I'm. It, it's going to be great, I bet. I watched the trailer because I am a man of weak spirit and weak will. So I watched it, and I was like, that looks pretty good. It's got Dave Bautista in it. It's got... Um, what's her name? Agatha Harkness yeah. in Wait, it. Wait, it got, it got her? Um, I love yeah. her. She was she was also in the visit. She did a great job. Oh, that's right. She's the yeah. mom. Oh yeah, she was in that. They have Leslie Odom Jr. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Plus, it's directed by Ryan um, Johnson, who I just love. And by the time this episode comes out, you everyone out there will know more than we do because D twenty three starts tomorrow. Like I'm obviously very excited for Pixar and and some of the Disney stuff, and of course Disney TV animation, which y'all should all check out. The Owl House. Because it's an amazing show, uh, but my big D twenty three prediction is the fan fa- the Fantastic Four casting is going to be revealed. Yeah, I I do agree. I think I think we're gonna see the Fantastic Four show up, and one of the choices I'm calling is um, Seth Rogen as the Thing. Uh, that no. The other two. Uh-uh. Hear me out. And the Thing, yeah. They cast completely new a- actors and actors. I don't think they're going to cast as. That would be great. They're going to cast as big of ones as people think. Hopefully not. I I agree. Yeah. I think that would be great. So I think Fantastic Four new start. I think, and this is a bold one, they're going to announce Wolverine <gasps> getting a solo project. I'm calling it Solo Wolverine That'd Project, cool. and a cast announcement. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> With and I'm I'm calling. Yeah. No, I'm pointing. I'm Babe Ruth calling my shot. Um, I don't know his name, but there's a guy from the show Letter Kenny that people say would be oh. good, and calling that. Oh, another prediction I have: uh, Indiana Jones Five teaser trailer. I think we're gonna see the first teaser for Indy Five. I think, like at most, it's gonna be like the indie music, like slowed down, played on a piano, because that's all we get nowadays. And then it's gonna Time be like. Reveal. Uh, a title reveal, yes. And then it's going to be a shot of Indy putting on the hat and, like, doing <laughs> a little smirk, you know? And then he's going to go, I'm in Fortnite! I think it's going to be funny because that's going to be exactly no. what it is, actually. 
It's going to be exactly. exactly what it is. Uh, again, another Babe Ruth calling my shot. We're going to get a slowed down piano Indiana Jones theme and then him putting on the hat and a well, title. Yeah, I want to make like a bolder prediction than just Fantastic Four. Okay. I think I saw I saw a little bit about possible cast I, of Fantastic Four. I like rumors going around. I think Penn Badgley is going to be Mr. Fanda- Fantastic. I think uh, Jason 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 Segal, the guy from the Muppets, he I think he's gonna be the thing. I don't know who's Human Torch, but I'll just say I'll Joe just Keery. say Joe Keery because it'll make you happy, Caden. <laughs> even though it's probably not gonna happen. It's, it's gonna be him. It's gonna I'm be. I'm sorry, him. I don't want Joe Keery to be the Human Torch. I want him to be Gambit. Can we save him for later, please? Oh, uh, yep, yeah, that's, that's better. Fair. That's better. Yeah. Uh, and for uh. For Invisible Woman, there's a there's a girl from the newer James Bond movies. I don't remember her name, uh, but I think she's going to be it. My prediction is that we're probably going to see a teaser for that Little Mermaid live action that they've like said forever ago. That's my prediction. I don't know what it'll mm. be. Ooh. Probably a little singing yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I made a couple locks of the week, but like I want to make another. And it's that we are going to get the cast for Pixar's Elemental. And I don't know who the girl is going to be played by, but I'm calling it now. John Mulaney plays the main male lead in that movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my big predictions. I made a couple. I have a lot more in the dome, but I don't want to say them because then you'd have to cut out a lot. But Pixar's making a musical. I'm calling that as well. Hmm. Pixar is going to announce not a name, but they're saying a full musical. Hmm. This episode of your Hyperfix Nation podcast is sponsored by Once Upon a Tea. Have you ever wanted to represent your favorite fandoms through great-looking and fun-designed shirts, sweatshirts, posters, and more? Well, now you can! Using our special link in the description below, you can find some awesome shirts with awesome designs. But make sure to check while you can, because designs are updated on a weekly basis. So buy them soon or they may be gone forever. Don't forget, check the link below. So now we go into the weekly movie, which is bum, ba, dum, bum, Power Rangers 2017. Why? Why did you do this? I don't know. <laughs> it was so bad. It was, it was so bad. It was the closest thing I had to something I'm hyper fixated on, okay? That's fair. That's fair enough. I just wanted to start this little discussion <laughs> by saying a quote. I don't know who it's from, but the worst thing a movie can do is not be bad, because when you're bad, you're memorable. But when you are boring, you are a waste of my time, and I am never going to remember the movie. <laughs> so, McKenna, it looked like I cut you off. Uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say um, that throughout the movie, my one biggest gripe about it, because there are some cool parts, Bailey, okay? And after yeah. watching one episode of whatever it's based off of, I understand it. It's just a little cheesy Woo! for me, but I understand yeah. it. Uh, Fair. The, the, but the main thing that the movie just doesn't get right is making the audience care for the characters i literally don't care yeah. for them mm-hmm. i could i could Fair. care less yeah. if his mom died okay. i don't okay. care okay but billy but the blue the blue ranger guy yes i, I hate care. how they named one of the characters billy so i just ca- i can't just call dacre montgomery's character that's not billy who it is because that's no who it's rj seiler i know i i'm saying i'm saying i'm saying because I would just call Dacre Montgomery's character Billy because oh, from Stranger right. Things, like the show he's in. 
but now um, it's Billy well, too. I will okay. say that he was probably the one I most was like interested in, but when he died, I was like, oh, I, yeah, I hope he Billy stays dead. Maybe it'll move these other characters a bit yeah. more. <laughs> no! You can't kill off <laughs> modern movie, McKenna. Nobody dies. Uh, you can't kill him. Um, I want to send my condolences to um, uh, Blue Power Ranger and um, Betty Brant, who played Rita Repulsa. <laughs> Um, because uh, their backs must hurt so much from carrying this movie. You didn't. They were the you only. You didn't think Dacre Monk? Uh, like is it Dacre or Doc? Uh, Doc, right? No, that's definitely not. Ding, ding, ding! Ring the bell. That's we got a mispronunciation. Uh, you didn't think Dacre Montgomery did good? He did awful. In fact, no, he did not. Um, I thought he was so flat and. He needs to work on that. I mean, he worked on it for Stranger Things, obviously, because I'm pretty sure Stranger Things, his Stranger Things, it after is this, like a, few, by a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, um, he needs to. He needed to work that American accent just a, okay, a little yeah, bit fair. more because he's very Australian in real life. And eh, he was also in. Uh, he was in Stranger Things, of course, and then he was actually also in Elvis. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you guys seen the? Have you guys seen the? <laughs> I've turned myself into a pickle mama. I'm pickle Elvis. Yeah. And then the mom being like, God made you a pickle Elvis. And then Colonel Colonel Sanders, I don't know his name, Colonel going, yeah. Tom Hanks. And I knew that this was the funniest. (laughs) I haven't seen this movie, but it's still hilarious. So... So you guys didn't like any of the performances aside from aside from R.J. Seiler who plays Billy, and and uh, Elizabeth Banks who plays Rita. Wait, yes. I didn't even like Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I look, I liked her because she was giving it her she all. Was. She was. That's fair. She was not faking the funk on a nasty dunk. She was just having fun. Brian Cranston was funny. I think before we move on, we should probably give yeah. a little uh, synopsis. Oh, that's right. So I can give a synopsis. Uh, yeah, exactly. The main plot of this film is uh, a group of teenagers who get basically thrown together in detention and through other means. Uh, they find a special uh, power coins, is what they're called, at a mine in their hometown. Uh, and those give them special powers. They go through wacky shenanigan powers and they have to... Uh, train up to protect the world from the evil villain Rita Repulsa. So I have a lot of notes. One of my yeah. so I Me always too. you know write down well. notes for the movies. McKenna, did your notes say Pooper Rangers? <laughs> no. It looked like your notes like the title said <laughs> Pooper Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> oh no, if it says Power, never mind. More like Pooper Rangers. Sorry, no, they're not. I'm so sorry. The first note I took was um, uh, this blue guy kind of looks like Brian Cranston, and then my immediate next note was. Oh shit, it is Brian Cranston. Do you want to know, know a very actual cool fact about this film? Yes, I would like to hear your fact, and then I'll My say fact, mine. For those who don't know, Brian Cranston, for those who don't know, is a very famous actor nowadays for playing a very popular character in one of the best TV shows of all time, Walter Hardwell White, otherwise known as Heisenberg, in the TV show Breaking Bad. So he's a, an extremely great actor nowadays, but back in the 80s and 90s, when the original Power Rangers came out, he played some of the villains in the Power Rangers. Yeah, in the oh, original really? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, he huh. played some of the villains' voices, because they're monsters in suits. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, 
That's actually kind of cool. One of my notes is morphine grid. Yeah, Mr. White, you would know about that. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of breaking bad jokes to make about this. But Brian Cranston, he's he's very into the series, obviously, because he... Any any series that he's ever been a part of, he's a very big fan of, honestly. Yeah, he's just a great really guy. Is. Um, would you like to hear my fun I'm fact? I'm scared to, but yes. So, I hated the writing in this movie. I thought it was probably its weakest element Fair. was the writing. So I was like, what have these people also written? There's about five writers. Two of which wrote a very... A very... Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a big movie from this this year. Morbius. Oh no! Two of the writers of this movie wrote Morbius. They were the only writers on Morbius. It's Morbin time. It's Morphin time. It's all connected. I have a note that says that says Morphin time. It's Morbin time. (laughs) No. It's fact check me on it. I've checked IMDb. I've checked Letterbox. I've checked Google. It, th- two of the writers wrote no. Morbius. That's and that's funny. a fact. Uh, my notes say this, right? So one of my notes, I like to just write down whatever I'm thinking. It says, who wrote this, yeah. right? Because I was hating the writing. And then in all caps, answer both of the writers of Morbius. And I wish I was kidding. One of the things I said is it's giving amazing Spider-Man <laughs> vibes, especially in the Fair. beginning. Also, have have any of you guys gone to detention? No. I have. Their detention is so chill. What even? Yeah. The fact that they just get to, like, punch each other and stuff? Like, normally, normally you have to, like, sign in and then you sit down and you're like, ah. Oh. I would go to, I would go to every detention if I got to watch people get beat up, you know? Like, yeah. So, I said the writing was my biggest problem, but I actually uh, told a lie. That's a lie I said. Uh, my biggest problem with the movie was oh. the music. Oh, yeah. What do you that mean? There were so many nonsensical oh. needle drops. Oh, that kind of music. Throughout the whole movie. It was nonstop. I thought you were meaning the score. The score is okay. There was one needle drop that I liked, and it was when it, they played the Go Go Power yeah. Rangers. Did it fit the tone? No. It, it was nice. Frankly, if you were going for the type of movie they were going for, it didn't match. Yeah. But was yeah, it, fun? it was fun? Yeah, it was. It was kind of fun. I agree. I actually, one of my notes was was this ha- this movie has Suicide Squad syndrome, which is the thing of having to play one needle drop every single scene. I had a note that literally said, "What are we, some kind of Power Rangers?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. As much as much as I very much, this is like a my guilty pleasure movie. I will admit it's not not good. It's entertaining. It's somewhat entertaining. One of the one of the notes I wrote down because I I just I couldn't handle it, especially in the beginning of the movie, was the constant like just camera shaking at every single moment <laughs> for no reason. Normally when normally yeah. when you shake a camera, it's purposefully done most of the time if you're a good director. Yeah. But this one is just like it will just shake it so they can't see what we're doing around here. And I'm like I don't know what's happening at the mine. I don't know what he's doing. What's going on? I want to complain about the suit design and the robot design. No! I'm going to complain. Do it. I'm going to no, complain. No, I'm going to fight this. Okay, first, let's start with the robots. I could only tell that one was a Triceratops and one was a T-Rex. The robots look awesome. They're listen. I know yellow is Sabretooth Tiger. I don't know why I know that. I just know that. 
I know pink is pterodactyl. It just looked like a fighter jet. Yeah, it's that's that's what I said. It looked too. like a transformer. The thing they is, all look like transformers. The thing is they're supposed to be like the designs for them. They made them look more alien than this than the suits, and that's a very specific thing because yeah. obviously they're more but alien. What was Black Ranger? What a, was he his? He was a mastodon. That did not. That had six legs. Mastodons don't have six legs. Yeah. It looked like just a thing. Like, I That's couldn't tell fair. what it was, you know? It just... Okay, but they look awesome, though. The Megazord does not. The Megazord looks like ass. The Megazord is awful. I looked up the original, and I'm like, if they had the the cojones to have classic Megazord rise from that pit, this movie would have been an easy four out of five. Or even... Or something... Like, there's so many different, like, things online about it, what it could have looked like that would have been so much better. I will say... I like I personally like the alien designs of the Zords and of the costumes. But aside from that they they I actually do like Rita Repulse's design. That's a cool version of her. So I wanna move on to the suits. Very MCU black. They're very overdesigned. Right. Okay, another thing another thing is that they like got rid of the okay. They cover up their faces and then they uncover them. I'm like, why are they doing that? That's not how they look. Yes! Yes! That, I was I was about to say that. You must never reveal your identity to anyone. But for the entire last act of the movie, you will never have your face covering on. Yeah. And like and like everyone's out with like their cameras, like they can zoom in and be like, oh, that's yeah. that's Jerry from class. It was probably it was probably be it was probably just because they couldn't afford to do the Iron Man thing of the in phase. And guess what? Get get actors who can act with their body. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're they're all great actors considering each one has had some major role in their lifetime since then. Yeah, I, I mean guess. it's it's yeah. true. Like the one girl is Jasmine and Aladdin, and one of one action. of them is Billy. One of them, Ludi Lin, was in Mortal Kombat. Uh, Becky. Oh, is that the the yeah, Black Ranger the Black or Ranger. Uh, Yellow? Uh, no, the Yellow Ranger yeah, was played by a famous rapper, uh, Becky G. Okay, okay, okay. At first, I was like, "Who's the girl in the yellow beanie?" Because she just shows up out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, her and the Black Ranger just show up. Like they forgot to write their characters. Okay, That's, the Black yeah. Ranger. The Black Ranger yeah. makes a little bit more sense because he was sitting, like, at, on his house or whatever at the, like, mine place. But the Yellow Ranger, she just comes out of nowhere. And then after a while, and then yeah, after a while, there. I was like, is it just me or did the Yellow Power Ranger, like, change personalities quickly for no reason? Because at first she seemed like a like a girl who was like, guys, we gotta get out of here. Guys, we can't, you know? And then and then the next second she's like, yeah, I hardly talk. Hmm. And I'm like, what? What's her whole deal? She's the cool, she's the too cool for school kind of girl, I think. Uh, and then the last one of them is R.J. Seiler, who plays Billy. Honestly, the best part of the movie. He hasn't had anything super big. He did. Uh, he was in The Harder They Fall, which is a really good movie. He's in a show that's on HBO Max, like as we speak. It's currently really? airing I new episodes, know that. I believe. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's the best part. So it's not that they're not good actors. I think it's just that they're young and they weren't directed well. Yeah, exactly. This was this was also the director's second like big film, like I mean, f- film in theaters. Yeah, they changed directors halfway through. And you can definitely tell it's his second film because it is not that good. Uh, the the title card in the beginning made me laugh. Like it yeah, looked like a class presentation <laughs> or something. 
It's the weirdest font. And why was it there, alright? I don't know. <laughs> you should have put the title card after the scene on the alien planet with uh, Walter White and Betty Brant. You should put it there instead of the weird cow smash cut. <laughs> For those listening, the the title was like in the bottom right hand corner. Like my thumb, yeah. I think, literally covered up half of it when I was watching yes. it. I was like, oh, oh yeah, there it is. What's that? Yeah. I will give I will give the movie one good thing. I mean, okay, the movie has some few few good things, but this is like one thing that I actually noticed I was really impressed with was the one or shot, which one or shots are just one continuous take it doesn't cut um in the car was really yeah was really cool it was in a yeah i know what I you're talking that. about it was impressive was it the yeah. one at the beginning yeah in the beginning of the of the circle i like that too mm-hmm. yeah yeah so pretty much it's like the camera and it like keeps like swirling around it doesn't cut it's really cool yeah caden do you have anything nice to say about the movie at all um uh one second Hmm, one second. Um, do I have anything good? Oh, product placement? Real subtle. Real subtle. <laughs> Barely even noticed it. When Couldn't the... even tell. Uh, yeah. Like it wasn't even there. Krispy Kreme. Oh, man. It was a good movie, though. Do you guys want to go get some donuts? wonder what a great place for donuts is. A place we can all unite on. And I don't know, maybe fight a villain at a... <laughs> a Krispy Kreme, perhaps? <laughs> and even the villain has a Krispy Kreme donut to eat while she's destroying the world. And she goes, mmm, yup, what a... Turns to the camera, delicious Krispy Kreme donut. The only movie with, like, l- like less subtle ad placement is Sonic with the Olive Garden. Fair. <laughs> Sonic. Okay, well that is, It doesn't... Zillow. <laughs> Zillow. And I looked up some new houses on Zillow. And then I made sure to look and see how close the nearest <laughs> Olive Garden Zillow. was. Olive Garden? They have yeah. endless pasta. They have endless pasta. <laughs> isn't there, McKenna, um, isn't there a scene in the new Resident Evil show at an Olive Garden where Wesker gets mad about unlimited breadsticks? I've only seen that clip. He goes, they ha- I, can we get three baskets? They have baskets and I want a basket. It's one per table. But that's a limit. <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, was there anything, what was the one good other good thing you said, uh, McKenna? At the very end, when they slap away the bad lady, um, all I could think of was, <laughs> all I could think of was, get away from me, you stupid bitch! Hiya! I was like, that was hilarious. I chuckled. You know, there were some moments where I chuckled. I'll say that. I chuckled. Bailey, who's your favorite Power Ranger? I like the Green Ranger. Why? Who? Who did you think? Who did you think I was going to say? I don't know. You know more about Power Rangers as a whole than I do. I like green because my mom told me she had a crush on the green Power Ranger when she was younger. So Something actually funny, uh, speaking of the Green Ranger, uh, two of the original cast from the Power Rangers TV show cameos in this movie. Really? It's the Green Ranger and it's the Pink Ranger. That's cool. The Green Ranger is the bad lady. I'm confused. Oh, okay. Little rant. In the original Power Rangers TV show, there's 
like midway through the season, they introduce a Green Ranger. His name is Tommy Oliver. He's he's mind controlled oh. by Rita Repulsa because she's a series long villain. Uh, but eventually they break the curse and he becomes an ally. And he also ends up becoming one of the most famous of the Power Rangers. Because he's in, like, lots of the seasons. Yeah. To me, oh, I think absolutely. he's the most iconic Power he Ranger. Is. When I think Power Ranger, I think of a green guy with, like, the gold pads. Either him or the red guy. The red guy's fine. This is, like... Y'all ever think about how it's literally just, like, M&Ms? Like, they introduce the green yeah. one later, and the green one is everyone's favorite? But, yeah, during... They show a shot of, like, all the townspeople, and I think they actually have a line where they're like, give it up for the Power Rangers, or something like that. And it's and it's the two original cast members, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool. Oh, Bailey? Yeah? When Alpha came on screen, Alpha reminded me so much of you in the way that, like, Why? Alpha was fan... In, in the way that, like, Alpha was, like, fanboying over... The Power Rangers and stuff, and I was like, "This is Bailey. This is Bailey if they're in this universe." It's it is yeah. That's that's fair. I would be voiced by Bill Hader too. I think. I have an important question for both of you. Right, this ties in. This isn't directly about this Power Rangers movie, but it's about the original Power Rangers movie. All right, um, what would you do if you found a cat on the side of the road, right, and you brought the cat into your house, and you gave it food, gave it water, and the cat. Uh, opened its mouth and only said power rangers the movie <laughs> and it never meowed and whenever it would meow instead it would just go power rangers the movie Why? Uh, what, 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 would, what would you do i would yell i would scream <laughs> me personally i would take that cat and chuck it outside just chuck it as far as i can um, and then he'd go power rangers the movie yeah Okay, thank you for answering my question. I was I, 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 I was just very curious. Uh, one kind of interesting production detail is that they had originally planned this out as, like, a, a film series. Because in... Not only is there an after credit scene, but in the original Power Rangers, there's a specific era of it, with all, and each one has Zordon as, like, the mentor guy. So there's Power Rangers, there's Power Rangers Zeo, Power Rangers Turbo, and Power Rangers in Space. And they were planning on doing actually six movies uh, and having two movies of Mighty Morphin, two movies of Zeo, and then like just one of each of the rest. And I honestly think that would have been awesome. But... Yeah, it really isn't a failed superhero-esque movie unless it has a post-credit scene setting up a sequel. That will never happen. Whenever I think of stuff like that, I always think of uh, Green Lantern first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fair enough yeah it was planned on that until it bombed at the like heavily bombed at the box office it only made like a hundred million what's funny about this movie is i remember like i vaguely remember seeing it in theaters with my grandma i more remember our trip to taco bell afterwards than i do seeing this movie yeah. so you know take take that take with that what you will Put that in your pipe and smoke I think it. I watched this a really long time ago, but I think my childhood trauma has forced it out of, like, my mind, so I, I didn't quite remember. And that trauma, I'll explain to you really quickly what it was through this movie. I have a really hard time touching money and jewelry and, like, seeing wet jewelry and, like, people sucking on jewelry and stuff. <laughs> so throughout oh, this no. movie, I was like, Bleh. Oh, <laughs> I was like dying, <laughs> especially the because you just watch Rita Repulsa go, mm, nice bracelet. Um, num, 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 num. 
Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so gross. I don't, under- <laughs> I don't understand how you could do that. I'm so sorry. I hate it. It's, ugh. Even, even, even at work, when like I'm counting oh. money or like have to deal with money, I have to put on gloves. So I, I, I hate. Ooh, ooh, I don't like you don't like when she crushed up the the, yeah. the bracelets and the watches and the and served <laughs> them up. <laughs> <laughs> like a big pescetti. It's disgusting. <laughs> Okay, okay. I think that kind of brings a close on the discussion of Power Rangers 2017. There's a lot to say about this movie. Not much of it is good. I was I was so confused. I'm like, why is she doing this? Why is she doing it? Why is she doing it? <laughs> You're still on the bracelets? On the, on the jewelry. I'm traumatized. <laughs> she was hungry. She needs some food. Okay, but so, yeah. Bailey, Bailey, I would love to know why yeah. you like this yes. movie so much. I personally like this movie, obviously, because I'm a very big Power Rangers fan. I watched it all the way up until I was in my teens, actually. Weird fact, but it's true. Um, And I watched this film. It was, like, obviously, even when I first watched it, it wasn't the best. But I liked it. It was just enjoyable. And ever since then, it's just been one that I go back to every so often just to be like, oh, Power Rangers. And then I sometimes think about what it could have been. But, you know, it's just a fun, enjoyable movie to kind of riff on if you don't like it or just talk about if you do. Okay. You know, fair enough, because I like some bad movies too. So it's okay. Yeah, I have a lot of bad movies I enjoy. Yeah. I think Spider-Man 3 is one of the better Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man 3 is peak. <laughs> I think Spider-Man 3 is better than No Way Home. Alright, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, um, uh, McKenna, so it would be my choice, but next week is the episode closest to McKenna's birthday... So we're letting yeah. McKenna decide. Yay! So, what is the movie? This is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies. Is it actually good? It is good. No, no, no. You, you both like it. I okay. know you do. Um, you guys have seen okay. it before. Okay. It's pretty popular. I always watch at least a movie from this saga series, I guess, um, at least during my birthday. And the movie is... Jurassic Park. Hey, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I was expecting Spider-Man I was expecting Spider-Man, no. but yes. Jurassic Park very good. That's going to be one we're going to have to oh, talk yeah. a lot about cuz I greatly enjoy Jurassic yeah. Park. I, I quite yeah, enjoy. Me too. It. I really love Jurassic yes. Park. Cool. I'm excited. <laughs> well, it looks like that's going to do it. Um, so don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HyperfixNation, on Instagram at HyperfixNation. Feel free to email us discussion topics at HyperfixNation at gmail.com. Don't forget to use our affiliate link for Once Upon a Tea to buy some very cool shirts. And remember, be excellent to each other and party Ooh, on, dudes. See you guys later. <laughs>